Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. Lulu and I had to take some personal time this week, so we weren't able to record a new episode. So we are re-releasing our episode on masturbation. And I think that fits really well with the theme of May Masturbation Month. So, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's from way back when we first started the podcast. And we will be back next week with some really, really cool content. And maybe we might have a little bit of a surprise at the end of the week. We'll see. I'm trying to work on something. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Back to Basics Sex Ed 101. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And I am joined today, as always, by my incredible co-host, our in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing, Lulu? Hello, Laura, and hello, all our listeners everywhere. I'm doing an amazing, hope everyone is having an amazing day, week, and rest of year. (laughs) Yes, let's let's wish everyone a wonderful rest of the year. We all absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today's topic is all about masturbation. Woo! What is it? <laughs> right, that's something to celebrate. What is it? How to masturbate, and why masturbation is beneficial for you. So let's jump right in. So what is masturbation? And I'm actually going to take this definition from an article by Joanna Anagastu, um, who wrote about masturbation for Tickle.life, and we'll link to that in our show notes. Joanna defines masturbation as the act of touching one's own body for sexual pleasure, which aids in physical and emotional relaxation. Um, so I think this definition is is pretty cool and interesting because it's not just focused on touching the genitals, which is how masturbation is usually described um and you can engage in like foreplay with yourself so this leads to my next question lulu how does someone masturbate and how does masturbation differ for males or females or penis owners or vulva owners well i feel like when we talk about our own body we can find any way you know to masturbate Mm -hmm. that's pleasurable for you some people to be honest with you, don't even touch themselves and they feel a sense of masturbation. They could be watching an erotic program. They could be watching some pornography. They could be reading an erotic book or maybe listening to an erotic (laughs) book. And that in itself gives them their body sensation. You kind of feel the warmth in your lower regions. And sometimes people get released from that, to be honest, or at least get warmed up enough that when they do use their hands or or a toy, it's like instantaneous. We were just waiting for that little bit to get us over that notch. So, but however you do do it, make it fun and make it exciting for you. Make mm-hmm. it different for yourself, honestly. Don't always be routine. Just like we don't want our partner sex to be routine. We don't want our s- masturbation to be routine either. You know, make it a date with yourself. Maybe just do, you know, some nipple play. Both vulva and penis owners have nipples, guys, and they're both um erogenous zones so play with that 
you know, mm-hmm. try different things on the body that maybe someone else tried on you. See if you can stimulate it yourself. You know, for some guys, you know, in, in the inner arm is something up in that region. For some females, it's inner thigh. And some for some men, inner thighs, right? So try that. See if it works for you to do it by yourself. If mm-hmm. not, then we move on to different things. But definitely explore your own body. See what that feel like to explore it yourself. And then go inwards with somebody else. But then later on, it just be next level i feel like <laughs> definitely i mean the the whole well i wouldn't say the whole point of masturbation is this but a, a good portion of masturbation is exploring your body and figuring out what you like and don't like um, and sometimes you can take that into partnered sex as well so if you know your body well enough you can say well touch me here and touch me there don't do that and that will make it a, a, a more enjoyable sexual experience you know for partnered sex Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Because then you're able to give more information about what you've learned about your own body to Mm -hmm. help someone else and help yourself really understand what your body likes or maybe try in a different way or maybe that's not for you. Maybe it's not for you on that day because again, like anything else, certain days, you know, maybe a day you masturbate with a toy and it's amazing. And Mm -hmm. another day you try with a toy and it's like, ugh. And you just rather use your hands or, you know, do it somewhere else. So don't be afraid to explore that. And don't be ashamed to do masturbation. It's your body. It's yours. Mm-hmm. Why would we be ashamed to touch it? It's ours. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. We are definitely conditioned to not explore our bodies. And sometimes we're, we're ashamed for it. Um, I, I mean, I think things are becoming a bit more open now with, with movements of sex positivity but still, I mean, it's not something that's typically talked about as part of your sex talk that you receive as a kid. You're not learning about it really in sex education, you know, like a school setting. So the there maybe, maybe there's some fear and some shame in masturbation. And, you know, that's like, that's something you can work through. There's really no shame in touching your body and figuring out what you like and pleasing yourself. Exactly. I just received a book. <clears throat> from a uh, sex tech um, classmate about masturbation. Hit it on the button, right? Uh, I'm going to share so that we can share it in the information if anybody's interested. It talks about masturbation as far as two years old and how we shouldn't shame the children Mm -hmm. if they start to do that. Give them that space to explore their body and not... um, you know, chastise them and make them feel like they're doing something wrong and un- unseemly, as you will. But the book is amazing read. It has like 118 pages, but it's really interactive. You really feel like you're getting a lot out of the um, information. And so we will share that with you guys in case, you know, we have our avid readers who definitely want to have something in their shelves to add to their repertoire as far as masturbation goes. And just to share with others, I think it's a great conversation piece because people don't talk about it enough. And just Mm -hmm. to understand that it's okay. It's fun. It can just be a new experience, wherever it is. And for our penis owners and some kind of vulva owners, it can be a stamina trainer. So you can learn oh, to, yeah. you know, get that uh, stamina going longer. So when you are with a partner, it's not something that's happening quick. If you feel like you something that happens to you, so you can help train the body as well. So a lot of great benefits, amazing things. That's awesome. And actually that, that leads into kind of our next segment. Like, let's get into some masturbation facts. So we just kind of went over how masturbation can be used for stamina training and so what are some of the other ways that masturbation can be beneficial for physical and mental health 
So it is a stress reliever. You know, if you ever felt completely wound up about a day and you just was like, what am I going to do? Go to the shower, take you a toy, take yourself and just get a nice release. in. because again, sometimes the partner, maybe you have the friction with the partner and you just need to censor yourself. So just be able to be one with yourself and get that release out of this reset you is amazing. You know, for our females with mass, with um, menstrual cramps, it's amazing. It helps mm-hmm. with menstrual cramps. It helps lessen, um, you know, those pains that we get from our friend of the month. And for our migraine sufferers, amazing thing for migraine, because once again, you're already in the dark, you're already laying in the bed, balled up. Might as well just get that <laughs> release mm-hmm. out to help recensor yourself. Masturbation in all aspects can be amazing. It just brings you a sense of centering, mm-hmm. a sense of, okay, this was a reset that I feel like I needed. Let's get on with the rest of the day. Now I feel back centered in myself. That's how I feel about it. You know, yeah. um, really clarity you can get sometimes from it. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So like when you are going through the process of masturbating, you're releasing all of these different chemicals and hormones like serotonin prolactin oxytocin like they all help with stress relief sleep aids and so yeah there's really there's really no downside (laughs) to (laughs) masturbating (laughs) absolutely yeah when you have that sleepless night you know you get one one good in you'll be knocked out for sure (laughs) i mean guilty as charged (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) we need that solid eight hours and uh (laughs) <laughs> sometimes Tylenol PM isn't going to do the trick. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so what are some myths about masturbation? Can you become addicted to masturbating? I would say when people, I think when people think about being addicted to masturbation, they're thinking you're just out doing it. You're not doing anything at all. This is all you're doing. You're doing it outside. You're doing it over here. You, you just, that's all that's encompassed in your day, in your life. Mm-hmm. You have to just know your balance. Mm-hmm. If for some reason you need this more in a day than you would use it on another day, I wouldn't consider that an addiction. You just may be at a level where you really need to release a lot of things from your body and that's what's going to help you. Yeah. You know, you know, that's one of those great areas, you know, it's it's like people over here saying no, people over here saying yes. I'm like, where's that medium? Mm-hmm. You have to find a medium for yourself, you know. Yeah. I don't really like the word addicted or addiction anyway. So. Yeah. So like, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a longer episode on like sex addiction and probably a separate episode on porn addiction. But like right. within the medical community, they're saying that you're addicted to sex. Uh, it's not classified like medic. It's not a medical condition. Right. Um, and there's not really research or evidence to suggest that you can become addicted to sex or masturbation or pornography in the same way that one would become that one can become addicted to drugs or alcohol, which actively change chemical dependencies in your brain. Um, right, sex and masturbation don't do that. You know, we are, of course, not medical professionals. So if you absolutely think that you're having are not some kind of issue, definitely talk to your doctor about it. But you know, to reinforce what Lulu was saying, if you feel that this is impacting your life, then maybe take a step back from it. Maybe talk to a sex therapist or a sex coach or your own, you know, personal doctor about that. 
um, and they'll give you tips on how to kind of reorient yourself. But yeah, it's not addictive in the same sense that we would consider drug and alcohol to be addictive. So can you become desensitized in the genitals because of masturbation? I feel like some people, especially who have vulva owners, they feel that way because maybe they'll use a product that's so strong in power and vibration. But um, all you got to do is do a restart, right? Just not do it for a day. The body restarts. Just like anything, we could become desensitized by having very aggressive sex. And then we don't do it for a while and our body resets because we are a body. It resets itself. It re vigorous what it needs to do so maybe take a break from that maybe not have something so stimulating and then maybe find out why you need something so intense maybe mm-hmm. we need to readjust and figure out you know a different way but i wouldn't say desensitized like, like the body like taking a break like saying hey mm-hmm. just let give us a little bit and come back <laughs> we just need to reset it's like when you go on one of the rides like hey we have to reset now just wait five minutes it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like that just to reset the body um to get permanently um desensitized mm, i don't think so you know you may just have a different feeling like the toy may you just had enough of the toy and not even realizing like why is it not working because maybe the body's like okay can we do something new mm-hmm. it's just like anything else we use a product for a long amount of time the product stops feel like it's not doing the same like it was when we first started so we need to change up and it's the same thing with that the body may just be saying, we need to change up. Definitely. Listen to our bodies. Exactly, exactly. Like, we are all variable creatures. You know, some people are going to need more sensation than others in order to mm-hmm. achieve orgasm um, or even to feel like a ple- pleasurable sensation with stimulation. But, you know, you can't become, as far as we know, we can, you cannot become right. desensitized. As far as we know. <laughs> right. Um, and when I was like looking into the the research on this, there's like not a ton about desensitization, but it's everything seemed to be suggesting like it, it just exactly what you were saying, like take a break from it for a while, change the technique. You know, there are like some anecdotal experiences, but within the medical community, it's not seen as a using toys or or masturbation can desensitize your genitals for a, a permanent period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. And then lastly, um, is it bad to prefer masturbation over partnered sex? I don't believe that it's bad to prefer one over the other. You know, again, what if you just not in the mood for no other physical touch from another person? Mm-hmm. You definitely want your release. Um, what we always talk about, what we will always talk about on our podcast is communication. Communicate to your partner. Say, hey, listen, right now, I don't want another person. I don't want you, us, physical, but I need this release. It's nothing to do with you right now. I just don't want another body touching my body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your partner should be okay with that and vice versa. And, you know, some parents, some partners, that's why they don't talk about it. They just do their private, you know, masturbation and not even discuss it with their partner because they're afraid their partner will get upset or, or feel jealous or feel unwanted or unneeded. But this is still our body. It's to say, I didn't eat with you at the dinner table. Now I feel, you know, this kind of way. I didn't wait for you to do this thing. We're still born individuals, you understand? Mm -hmm. So partner or not, I'm still a person that has to meet my needs individually. And it's not always about my partner. 
And so mm-hmm. we should understand that point and not take it personally, like someone's doing something to you in that space. And some people may not be comfortable yet to know, let their know, their partner know that they do masturbate. Maybe they're still, you know, on that, you know, way that they're just not ready for that part. And that's okay because that's their private time and they should be okay to have that. So no, I, I don't feel that way. You know, sometimes, you know, partners want to get that one out before they get their partner, you know, all those sure. kind of things. So we shouldn't put that kind of pressure on a person to make them feel um, less than if they're doing that opposed to wanting to have penetrated sex or any sex with their partner. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would a hundred percent agree. Um, and if, you know, if you are experiencing difficulties with your partner, again, communication is number one. We're going to keep probably saying that at least. Yes. We're going to run episode. it down to you guys. Communication, <laughs> communication, <laughs> Talk to your communication. <laughs> absolutely absolutely Um, and then maybe there's like techniques that you've learned from masturbating that you can incorporate into partnered sex that would make it more pleasurable for you and can make it more connected for you Um, so yeah just you know to reiterate what lulu's saying it's not bad to prefer masturbation over partnered sex if you are uncomfortable with that and you know that's okay too talk to your partner about it see you know, think about the ways that you can explore these things together, but you shouldn't be shaming each other too for masturbating and absolutely and not stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not good. You know, be supportive of your partner. Um, that's how you better um, build the relationship with yourself and with your partner. So, you know, be open to what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Lulu. So is there anything else that you want to mention regarding masturbation before we wrap up? You know, if you're not sure, listen to our podcast. <laughs> Go on Life. We have a lot mm-hmm. of amazing um, articles and blogs about these things. A lot of people share a lot of great social media information about masturbation and the benefits of it. Listen, or just wait till May and just get the influx of it because May is National Masturbation Month. And then, you oh, know... Okay. <laughs> get all the information right but you know if that's something you want to do definitely explore research find out what works for you find out you know what you want to know and ask questions don't be afraid or ashamed to ask a question there's no wrong question it's wrong if you don't ask (laughs) and speaking of asking questions if you have Um, Any questions or topics that you would like us to go over in our upcoming episodes, definitely email us at podcast at tickle.life. That's podcast ending with a T singular at tickle.life. And we will, I'll, I'll drop that email in the show notes. You can definitely see it, but we are happy to take questions. We're happy to cover any topics that you want to learn about. Absolutely. We would love to hear from you guys and learn more so we can teach more. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all for this episode of Back to Basics. Thank you so much for joining us. Please hit that follow or subscribe button to get notified when new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, please consider giving us a review wherever you are listening to help other folks find us. And if you're looking for more Back to Basics content, check out our upcoming workshop on November 4th, Beyond the Basics, Light My Fire, which was created by Angel Russell, a.k.a. Professor Sex, and is co-hosted with Angelique and John Luna of the Sex Positive Me podcast. So definitely check them out, too. Their podcast is informative and hilarious, and they're lovely people. Um, In this workshop, you'll understand sexual desire, the things that stoke it, and the things that don't. Check out our show notes for more information. Bye, everyone. Mm. Bye.